0: Welcome to Life con AAL. I'm Maria. I'm Oscar. Grab your cafecito and join us as we work to understand our past.
1: So we can build healthier relationships today. go again yep
0: with your yo yo yo
1: that's right <laughs> i'm owning it
0: you're owning it oh yeah okay
1: so how's your week been
0: uh it's been good busy and confusing because there's a holiday in the middle of the week well not even in the middle like i went to work on monday and then we're off and then i gotta go back to work like what
1: yeah definitely strange week things, things were not flowing the way i feel that it could have been or should have flown.
0: Yeah. Like, why did we work on Monday? Like, that was so dumb.
1: Yeah, why don't they just give that off? Like, I know. Agarrar puente, you know? Seriously. Oh, but you know what I did? You know what I saw on TikTok once? Mm. There's a guy that shows you how to take, like, so much PTO. Oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, think I know what you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> you end up working, like, I don't know, <laughs> three months out of the year or something <laughs> like that.
0: <laughs> or you get three months off or something like that. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's hilarious. I was
1: thinking about that this week, thinking like, oh, maybe this, I'm sure this is one of those days. Mm -hmm. Like you could have taken off because then you would have gotten like a four day weekend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We had like very little coverage at work. Well, none.
1: (laughs) None. (laughs) Nobody was there.
0: No. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyways, um, I'm glad it's the weekend because I needed that.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Weeks like that definitely can be daunting and they feel like crap. And I mean, this week, what did we do this weekend?
0: Uh, We went on a little getaway.
1: And that helps, right? Oh my
0: gosh, yes. It was so nice because I don't know, we just got to do nothing. But everything. Nothing but everything?
1: Yeah. Like the Seinfeld show. Oh. i was like
0: huh (laughs) i don't know um yeah it was just nice to like hang out by the pool and like just relax and it was a desert so it was hot it just felt so good
1: yeah i don't think i've ever been to the desert like that i think the times i've been to the desert it's just been hot and it was nice this time around is that there was a body of water where we can cool off in and it was really cool to jump into the pool and come back out and two minutes later you were dry again <laughs> <laughs> it was freaking hot that
0: was my entire childhood summers yeah yeah we lived at the community pool nice yeah it was until we had to go walk home freaking five blocks and we're and all was like hot. it was hot as fuck
1: rosados, you yeah like, <laughs> and then
0: one time one of my cousins I, or what's it my sibling i don't know somebody yeah. lost their shoe
1: Oh shit!
0: It lost their chancla, and <laughs> <laughs> we had to help. They were like hopping on one foot, and we were like trading off chanclas. We were all fucking con los las patas quemadas. <laughs> we got to my house. Like <laughs> a
1: third-degree burn on the, on the bottom of your feet.
0: But it was like five or six of us, little <laughs> little kids by ourselves. Like how old were you? I was probably like nine, maybe. Oh wow! Wait no maybe more because my brother must have been there so maybe like 10 11
1: and, and those streets are hot like even just
0: dude even, like it's a hundred and what
1: nine ten
0: yeah and the concrete's like way hotter than that
1: like it's crazy like i took my chancras off and even the pool and normally like you know around the pool normally there's like some water and stuff like, there was no water around the pool like as soon, <laughs> it as, <evaporates laughs> as, soon as it evaporates <laughs> as soon as it hits <laughs> like it's dry it's done and I was looking for those those cool spots as I was walking around the pool, and there was no way, and there was some turf, and I was like, oh, this is going to be warmer. No, it wasn't. Nah. So I can only imagine how your cousin felt with their patas todos quemadas.
0: Yeah, pues todos. But yeah, childhood memories.
1: But yeah, I mean, it was, it was nice. It was nice to go and, and kind of for you to show me around, you know, that area and kind of where you grew up a little bit and... I feel like nice every time that. we
0: go, there like there's another area. Not that it's huge, but just like you know, oh, let's go check this out, or oh, I remember I used to do this here or whatever.
1: Yeah, I like I like it though. I like those stories. I like to get to know you to that level.
0: Yeah, me too. I like that you want to know.
1: Yeah, maybe it's just because I'm nosy, but I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you couldn't have just let me have that moment, huh?
1: No, <laughs> not on the podcast.
0: Of course not. Don't let anybody know you're a sweetheart.
1: All right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> no, but it was, it was nice there and it was nice to kind of like, um, go through some of those places and share those memories. Um, because it kind of, well, not kind of, it did allow me to reflect on like where I was, um, you know, mentally, emotionally during those times, the those memories that I share with you mm-hmm. and like the kid ones, obviously like I was a kid. Sure, but like there's a lot of other memories of like teenage years, and then like you know like my early twenties, and mm-hmm. and you know up until the time that I decided you know like I need to focus on me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of of memories and experiences tied up in in that area, and um, and I think um, what I noticed and what we were talking about earlier was that there's a different feeling and it because I'm in a different place in my life. Okay. Um and it almost I'm not going to say replaces, but can't find a better word for it right now. Mhm. But it does kind of heal like those wounds that I have attached or associated to that place.
1: Wounds, like why? Why wounds? Because those experiences that you had were what negative? I imagine.
0: Well, you know what? It that it wasn't negative in that in that time. Okay. Like because I felt free and I felt like, you know, I could do whatever I wanted and mm-hmm. kind of like I was a little bit reckless, okay, a little bit fearless and um, and so at the time it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know once I. Was getting to a different place in my life, um, emotionally, and I look back on that and I was like, "Dude, that was so much chaos." Yeah. And that's when I, <laughs> when I'm in therapy, I'm like, "Shit," a lot of my trauma came from those experiences. A lot mm-hmm. of my my feelings of not being safe mm-hmm. came from those experiences. And in my like I'm gonna say my adult life might like now, yeah, um, looking back, like like I feel bad for that girl, like I feel sad, not bad, but, well, I guess bad and sad, yeah, for her, because I was putting myself in so many unsafe situations, yeah, and um like at my core, what I wanted was like security and like to feel like cared for and to feel you know a sense of belonging and Mm -hmm. all of those things and i think i thought i had that in some way Mm -hmm. but um but when i separated myself from that that whole environment like i realized that that's not what it was and so those memories kind of turned into like oh like that's fucked up you know so negative in that sense like it it just felt bad to go back there like I, I I couldn't experience it the same way
1: okay alright
0: and so going with you like this time and the the past times that we've gone mm-hmm. like it's been a completely different experience because what I wanted back then like that that sense of belonging that sense of security that sense of you know feeling loved and cared for yeah like I had that now okay with myself like in my own uh, like self worth and yeah and with you, because I get to, you know, share that and and have that feeling of intimacy, you know, to be vulnerable and share these things with you, and mm-hmm. essentially create a whole new experience in that space, in that place, that area, that town, whatever.
1: Okay, so it's almost like you're rewriting history. Like you're reclaiming that experience, that that place, to what it is you actually wanted when you were a kid.
0: Right, right, and younger, I, I should say. Yeah, or and I think I'm I'm speaking specifically on like the parts that I now acknowledge were not great, were not good, were not safe. Yeah. There are obviously a lot of great memories, you know, good family memories, sure, play, sure. times where I was safe and all that stuff. But I'm talking specifically about, you know, that that reckless time.
1: Mm. Okay. Well, for me, I mean, I'm really glad that I'm able to be a part of that for you, you know, and that I get to be a part of that what did you call it? Healing process. Yeah. You know, and, um, for me, it's, it's, I mean, I, I, I know your past because of what you tell me and, but I, I don't know it because I lived it with you. Right. And so to hear, to hear you talk about how that perspective is changing to what that experience can be is to me, it's awesome. And, and, and it feels great to be able to share something new in a place where um there is so many memories that are both good and others that are maybe not so good that feel you know where you didn't feel uh safe and uh, i'm I'm happy to be that that person that can share that with you
0: the only person (laughs) yeah thanks and so you're welcome
1: yeah, I mean, I think this experience was great and it was uh, very uh, eye-opening in that way. And I mean, every time you tell me about an experience, right, that wasn't necessarily um, a positive one for you, like it, it genuinely makes me hurt for you. Mm-hmm. And it makes me not necessarily be there for you in a sense of like, oh, I wish I could have saved you right because that's not that's not what what this is, but more from a perspective of like I feel for you like yeah. I wish you didn't have to go through that right however, and this is speaking from my own experiences in those situations where i did where I did feel like um I didn't belong or uh, I didn't feel safe right like um i can empathize with empathize with you and 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 understand like what that what that feels like. So for you to be able to share that with me and for you to be able to, uh, rewrite that, that narrative for that place, I think it's huge and I think it's awesome. And I think I'm very lucky for being able to share that with you.
0: Yeah, I would agree. (laughs) But yeah, I am glad it's you and I'm glad that we are able to, to do that in our relationship. Like it, it, it definitely takes that level of intimacy to to another place because, you know, it's it's very difficult to be to be vulnerable when you have, you know, a history like, like you and I have.
1: Yeah, for sure. Now, you're talking about how like I I am the only one who you've been able to share this. I mean, I'm obviously have not been the only person in your life. <laughs> right? Like why why haven't you been able to share this this these moments with these other people, you think?
0: Um, because that trust is not it's not there i think yep. that's what it is like i i i have a level of trust with um my family members to a mm-hmm. certain extent but um because of the history there like it does not allow me to be as vulnerable with them as i am with you like you from the very beginning have not been judgmental have not been harsh have not been you know cruel um when I'm when I am being vulnerable and mm-hmm. unfortunately like that is something that I have experienced with my family members so I do love them and I do right. care for them and yeah. like I want the best for them and but I, I can't share certain things because when I have tried like it's bit me in the ass
1: okay like and, kind of put back in your face and stuff or
0: Um, yeah. Or like being super judgmental about something like, like holding me to, you know, a certain version of myself, like that's all I can be. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. Like I have evolved and I have grown and I have matured in so many ways. And like, um, it's almost like if they allow themselves to, to accept that I am this, this version of myself who I am now, Mm -hmm. like, they don't have that that power, that control, or that um, superiority over me. And that's what it appears to be. I don't know what it actually is because okay. m- my family doesn't have conversations. Like, they cannot for some reason. Okay. Um, but um, that's what it appears to be. And so, when I get that sense of, like, I can't trust you, like, that's as far as it goes. The walls go up. Yep.
1: Okay. And so, that's been with your family. But how about other other partners
0: yeah, no, I've not I've not had that. I've tried to have that. Um, but I think like the vulnerability has to go both ways, you know? Mm. You have also been very vulnerable with me in about other things. And um I can't be like, you know, opening myself up to somebody and then they're like, <laughs> "Okay, cool." <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of what I what I've experienced before. Got it. Um or they don't know how to go deeper they don't know how to accept that information or like be that space you know that safe place and like they, they can't provide that and so immediately i'm like okay that's it this is where the line is drawn
1: yeah no i could definitely see that i can understand that i think i think i can relate with you right in the situations where like you've tried maybe have tried to be vulnerable with somebody but they're not they don't reciprocate that that feeling or uh, allow you that that space space to feel like it's okay to do that um and so now i can totally understand that i think in my experience like uh there's there's been places like that for me too and and for me it's been more more like experiences right okay. and one of them one of them being is uh even with the relationship with my dad we kind of went into that a little bit last last uh episode, episode mm-hmm. yeah and I mean, it wasn't a really a really good one. And and for me, one of the things that that really came up when we started talking about what this topic was going to be was the relationship that I had with him. And talking about how like you don't belong. And the I mean, being around my dad for me growing up was I don't know. It was like bittersweet, right? It, okay. it was it was good because I got to spend time with my dad, but then it was bad because I kind of saw all the negative things that he would do and that either I would then have to lie about to my mom mm. or it was just, like, completely... I knew it was negative. It didn't feel safe in that environment or I thought, you know, it was uh, something worse was going to happen um, and it never really felt I'm kidding, was, what, was safe, right? It never really felt like a safe environment. So on one hand, I was always really happy to spend time with him because I didn't really have that opportunity a lot. And the other was because no me sentia safe so something that I, w- I always had to try and balance yeah you know yeah and with that you know como te dije, like he like he was addicted to alcohol and through that time and all the events that happened like we really lost connection and so when i used to meet up with him he actually became more of this person who i can maybe hit up for money every now and then if i needed it mm, but transactional. It, it was very transactional yeah our relationship was and it got to a point where i just learned how to not need him yeah right and and be able to not depend on him or anything so when i got a little bit older um and he started to get sober i didn't necessarily know how to how to receive that you know like i had lived this whole lifetime of not of ha- not having him there of mm-hmm. not having him there and all of a sudden he's in my life and it's like how do you how do that, you fit him back in how do you fit him back in how do you justify yeah. the actions that he did how do you forgive him but not forget like the walls have to come down but not really and mm-hmm. so it, it really took a lot of time for me and so I did I did some of that work by myself and I did a lot of that work by myself right to be able to accept him and, and be able to have that relationship with him that I have now but I think What really helped me get to that next level was when I met you. And when I met you, I was no longer, you made me feel like I belonged and I belonged with you. Mm -hmm. And that feeling came from a place of safety, from a place of me um, feeling seen and heard Mm -hmm. and understood, which is something that I never, ever. Felt with my family per se at a hundred percent. You know, like there, there was moments, there was moments where you know you 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 feel like oh yeah, cause it's my tribe. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like the happy times and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also a lot of times where, no se hmm So finally, when, finally when um, when I met you, a lot of those feelings went away, and it went away because I was able to connect with you on so many different levels right Mm -hmm. um and with that being said that that connection where i was at with my dad at this point is we had somewhat of a decent connection everything was good surface surface level Mm -hmm. uh but when you came in and, and you and i started to really connect in a way where it was a little bit more intimate it made me realize that i wanted that intimacy with my dad and i started to push to have that more frequently and as i did that I ruffled some feathers, (laughs) right? How so? Uh, Well, just conversations with him that were not... Too real? No, they they were, yeah, well, they were too real. Yeah, you're right. And that's Mm -hmm. how they got ruffled, right? Yeah. Uh, They were too real, and he didn't know necessarily how to react to them. And I had to say, like, dude, this is what I want. Like, this is what I want. I want to have a relationship with you. You've asked me what it is I want from you. This is what I want. And if you're able to do it, great. If not, then that's cool, too. Mm -hmm. And we can move on from that. But having having been able to ex- uh, experience my dad in his own environment, meaning like his house and him hosting parties and stuff like that, like it's it's been a huge trip for me because it's almost like my dad has come back to the old him, but in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And then it's me trying to figure out, okay, like how much of this is real, how much of this is not real. Yeah. And trying to do – and that feeling is there because of the trauma, right? Right. And so, again, in in being in a relationship with you, like it's at, it has taught me that it's okay to reclaim that space, reclaim those relationships, but be able to have your boundaries and and understand like where where are your boundaries, where you have to just say like, okay, right here is enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, your healthy boundaries. There you go. Yeah, for sure. I think that's that's necessary when. When you've had um, when you've had trauma and with a certain individual or place or whatever, mm-hmm. like there has to be a boundary in order to f- have that sense of security, for yourself.
1: Yeah, and I think it took me a while to actually come to terms with that. Right? I mean, boundaries were definitely. I mean, I I know we've talked about boundaries before. Um, and how hard they, they have been, but I feel like in every, in every situation, those boundaries may look a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And I I do feel like it's necessary for us to, to acknowledge that. Porque no no siempre a a boundary from one situation is going to fit the next situation, and and it took me a while to really, really understand that. Right down to the point where like it's okay for me to say no, I don't want to go do that because because i don't want to yeah and not to have a reason other than That's, i don't want to <laughs> no is
0: a full answer
1: <laughs> and so for me like that was in the past was like you got to have an excuse you have to have a reason as, a better reason as to why you can't what's go what's my do story that. exactly what's <laughs> what what do i need to go do i need to wash my hair today because it's thursday or what like <laughs> uh what's funny is that me and my best friend in high school used to joke around all the time when he would ask me like hey, man, like, uh, come over to my house and we can do this. And I'd be like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I can't. I got I to gotta go home and I got to wash dishes. And, oh <laughs> and he caught on to me. He was the first person ever to point that out to me, like, to kind of show me that you don't have to do that. Like, you can just tell me, bro, I'm just not down. Like, it's okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but.
0: That comes from the people pleasing. A hundred percent.
1: A hundred percent. And try not to let anybody down. Right. And. I I grew up with that and it was so hard for me to just get rid of that. And now I'm finally in a place where I feel okay saying like, "Mm, thanks, but no thanks.
0: So what kind of experiences do you feel like you've had after you've gotten to that point of like being able to, to seek out or to allow yourself to have different experiences with your dad or maybe adjust the boundary? Things that you have n- did not do with him prior to this.
1: Um, I think a big one was is allowing him to have that bigger role in my son's life. Mm. Um, prior to us having these type of conversations or um, kind of lowering the wall around this side, I I kind of saw him more as like, yeah, that guy over there is your grandpa, but you know, you don't want to learn too much from him or to spend too much time with him Uh because things are going to rub off. But then I started to realize that my kid is just too much like him anyways. and (laughs) (laughs) So I don't think it's going to matter. But uh, really what it came down to is uh, when I started to to come to understanding what those boundaries look like, um, a lot of it was like, I didn't want him to try and fill a role that he thought it had to be a certain way because that's how what he knows. Mm-hmm. And when I felt like, okay, if he does something, I can tell him, Hey, don't do that. Once I felt that it was okay for me to do that. That's when I said, okay, you can come around more. Let's, let's go ahead and, you know, kind of build this relationship between you and my son. And, and, and that, that became good to the point where he is there at almost every single one of his baseball games. Um he's always, trying to get him new new equipment even though he doesn't need it (laughs) like he's just trying to be there you know and and try to be a part of it And, and for me that's great um i think it's something that i would have not been able to allow for that to happen in my life if if i didn't understand what those boundaries were
0: um yeah i think it sounds like you're reclaiming um that sense of security that you needed back then yeah, and yeah. for yourself in some way, but also for your son. You know, like
1: yeah, so he doesn't have to go through the same thing, right? Correct. Yeah, I think that's I think that's huge, and I and I I think you're bringing up a good point that I feel that when we learn that, it's something that we try to avoid with our own kids. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about places that you didn't feel that were safe to you because they cost you. To, to remember those emotions that you felt mm-hmm. in the past, do you ever keep your kids from going to those places or or showing them something different from those places?
0: Mm, I never. I don't feel like I kept them from those places, but mm. I felt um, like I needed to provide a different experience. Okay. And I mean, unfortunately, I learned this this part, uh, you know, too late, in a sense, because mm-hmm. um, my daughter was already older at this point, so I had already kind of taken her, and she somewhat experienced those those unsafe uh, the unsafe environment mm-hmm. in in her own way, and so I wasn't completely able to, you know, break that cycle before. Pues porque no sabía. Pues sí. Um, but like, um, like with my son for sure, like, like that being in, the, in that space was no longer like, I got to experience it with him in a different, a different way, more healthy way and more yeah. safe way, I guess. So, yeah. And, and that's with, with even like, as far as like my parents' house. Okay. Because for me n- not that house specifically but like mm-hmm. my parents then their home uh-huh um to me it was completely unsafe okay and so um kind of similar with you like i my mom started making certain changes within herself okay. and which allowed me to see her interactions with my children in a different light uh-huh and it allowed me to to not feel so um, what's the word? Protective. Yeah, I guess yeah that works. Um, about like letting them you know spend time there, mm-hmm. even alone, like they've gone you know for the summers or winter break or whatever. Yeah. And um, and so yeah, so like that has been really good for them. And but I don't think that that would have happened had she not done her part and had I not done my part.
1: Yeah, it sounds like definitely. I mean, you had to see that that change from, in this case, your mom, right, to be able to see that that place can be something different.
0: Mm-hmm. That
1: that actually is what maybe have allowed you to change that perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's I think that's huge. I think that's what needs to happen in all these situations where we feel that they are not a safe. Or that we've known them to be not a safe place in order for them to feel safe again hmm so I can totally understand how you're going back to where we went right now and uh or this weekend and 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 how
0: experiencing it in a different
1: yeah and how you were experiencing in a completely different way with with me right versus how it was for you in the past yeah and that's a that's a trip
0: yeah that was really nice I really enjoyed it it makes makes me want to go back and like do that And the same thing happened you know when I took you to to my hometown like the first time um which that was a trip okay why because um I don't think it's something that I had thought about but you asked me like if I could essentially like give you a tour of like where I grew up and like yeah you know just different things about my life there mm-hmm. and i don't think i was expecting to like feel all the feels that i felt that day like there was a lot yeah it was so crazy yeah. and um but even that was healing because i'm like holy shit like i i'm looking at this house where there was like so much abuse mm-hmm. and just so many bad memories and like obviously i was crying you know and but then like I, I like i let myself get lost in that for a minute and then like i think you started rubbing my back or something and i was like oh shit like <laughs> it brought me out of it and then it kind of helped me like like i'm not there anymore which i know that obviously but like when you're when you're <laughs> like reliving it essentially like it's hard yeah. it's really yeah. hard and i think you know, having you there and like having that reminder that, you know, I am safe now um, with myself and that I can keep myself safe and that also there is somebody that wants to keep me safe.
1: Yeah, I can, I can, I totally remember that day. and, And I remember you, you being like, I don't, I don't normally get this way. <laughs> but this That's is what's happening.
0: <laughs> I was like, "Don't judge me." And I,
1: yeah, yeah. You were te- you were asking me, "Are you judging me right now?" Like, are you I'm like, no, like, not at all. Like, I was ecstatic to see all these places that you have told me about and learn learn about them and see them in person. And
0: uh because I remember in my head, I was like, "I'll fucking punch him right now if he says." This. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: i was like in that neighborhood yeah. and in that mindset again of like i gotta fight
1: <laughs> yeah the hood the hood came out in you yeah yeah no but for for me i was completely happy with being there next to you and being able to share this with you and you sharing this with me because i knew how big this was in your life and the impact that it had in your life right and i was just happy to be there I was happy to be there <laughs> and I was happy I was happy that you were showing me all this and I didn't necessarily think of it from a very deep perspective of this is gonna be healing, but I feel like that's when we first kinda noticed that. Yeah. We notice that within each other, right? Like holy shit, like we are taking um we both play a role in each other's healing patterns and each other's like uh, trying trying to be better and trying to break those cycles. And we, as much as we hate to admit it because we're very independent people, like we need each other for that. Yeah. Because there's been so many situations prior to this that have never really presented themselves because they've, there hasn't been that partner per se that we've been able to connect with mm-hmm. and feel safe enough to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I think that's crazy. And, and, and you bring up the story about how you didn't expect to feel all these feels and i mean this is probably more on the lighter side i i felt that way too when i went back to chuck e cheese and (laughs) (laughs) like for 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 me it was it was crazy because growing up it was like in the 90s chuck e cheese was everything Mm -hmm. right it's like fuck can we go to chuck e cheese tomorrow and saturday and sunday and every day Uh uh-huh And I mean, we would ask my dad, my mom all the time, like, hey, can we go to Chuck E. Cheese? Can we go to Chuck E. Cheese? Can we go to Chuck E. Cheese? And my dad would be like, oh, mañana vamos, mañana vamos. And for me, mañana never came. Mm -hmm. Right? It wasn't, we didn't go to Chuck E. Cheese because we wanted to go to Chuck E. Cheese. We ended up going to Chuck E. Cheese because it was an activity that my dad enjoyed doing with his best friend. Mm -hmm. Because they can take the kids there and they can drink. Uh, And so because of that, like in the moment, like you Mm -hmm. said earlier, right? Like in the moment, it was all Fun and games like we were having a blast, we we're having a good like, time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see my dad, and fucking drunk and shit. And he's like, Hey, dad, can we have more money? Yeah, here you go. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, but that's the money that was supposed to be used for the eggs, the you know, oh, the milk, shit. and everything else, yeah. you know. But yeah, 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 you know, he would give it. And and so, you we would live through the aftermath later, and then it became like, Okay, well, we went to Chuck Cheese, and it was my fault because I. Ask for more money and now we don't have mm-hmm. fucking food to eat. And
0: the guilt sets in. Yeah,
1: 100%. So when you th- told me, hey, let's take the kids, meaning our kids, to Chuck E. Mm-hmm. Cheese, I was like, oh, fuck. Like I was dreading it because I wasn't expecting to get emotional, but I've not been to Chuck E. Cheese since I was a kid. I've never taken my kid to Chuck E. Cheese, like me personally. And at this point, he was what, nine?
0: Yeah, I think it's also important to mention that this was not talked about. I had no idea.
1: No, not at all. I mean, I had expressed to you that Chuck E. Cheese was this place where we used to go as kids, but not the trauma part. Right. Right. (laughs) And, And for me, it was not something that I, I don't know, I just didn't really made sense to share with you i guess
0: you didn't think it was gonna come up that no, way no not you know? at all
1: not yeah. at all and but <clears throat> because i have been working a lot through my trauma and everything else like it became a very sensitive issue i guess for me and uh then i started analyzing why haven't i taken my kid to the cheese in the eight years that he's been born like that's <laughs> like a right way of passage for any kid you right? know and i mean don't get me wrong. He's been a Chuck E. Cheese. His his uncles and aunts have taken him to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> but me personally, I've never taken him to Chuck E. Cheese. Right, right. And so, <clears throat> when you say let's go, I said okay, pues vamos. And as we were driving there, I started feeling anxious, and I started feeling like all these feels, uh, you know, uh, guilt and 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 just like fuck, something's gonna go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like something's gonna mm-hmm. go wrong. And and uh, I didn't necessarily know it at that point. And then we got there, and I was feeling the feels, meaning like uh no me sentia bien like Mm -hmm. i I was anxious um i don't know maybe you can describe from your side what that looked like
0: yeah you you just looked very uncomfortable and i finally had to like ask you like what's going on and even you were like nothing i mean (laughs) and i'm like no like you are not yourself right now and like i'm are you upset with me or like is something bothering you Mm -hmm. like I was thinking it had to do with, I don't know, with the kids or the last minute plans or I don't know, something Mm -hmm, like that. mm -hmm. But like, I did Mm -hmm. not expect for you to say like, this is what's coming up. And so, yeah, we had a conversation in the middle of Chuggy Cheese about Uh like.
1: Well, our kids are off playing uh, their games. I'm sitting there in the table trying to eat the pizza and trying to be like, fuck, like how do I deal with this? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I expressed to you what that felt like and what I was bringing up and it was those, those feelings of feeling guilty and I guess in a way some of that PTSD that was happening, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And, uh, and having that conversation with you and being able to ground myself again um, with because of the conversation that we had, I was able to work through that, mm-hmm. right? And I was able to see that things aren't the same anymore. And at that point, I was able to reclaim that place again, right? I was able to show up, confront it, Work through it and then be able to reclaim it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so much to the point that shit, just last month, two months ago, like I took both of our kids by myself to Chuck E. Cheese and everything was fine. Like I had a blast. I was playing with my siblings and like mm-hmm. <laughs> like nothing had happened, right? But it's those things that are completely so deep in you and you don't necessarily know that they're there until they come up
0: your dad was also at this this event how was that having him you know in the space that he's in now
1: what's crazy is that it was actually it was very now that you're now that you're mentioning this I don't think uh, I ever told you about this right but now that you're mentioning it like you're you're right my dad was there and that felt it felt good it felt good to have him there and it almost (laughs) very a few times I caught myself asking them for money (laughs) like (laughs) like, of habit, being like hey dad can i get another five like but yeah i mean he was actually he was playing games with us too and wow fuck that that's completely out of the norm because even when we went it was like they sat down on the tables and just Mm -hmm. drank all day yeah every like not every sunday but every time you went every time you went like yeah that's all they did so yeah i mean it's it's definitely crazy how you can reclaim these areas that you once felt so much negativity in. Mm
0: -hmm. It feels good.
1: It does feel good. So I can totally understand your feeling this weekend, how great it feels. And like, it makes me really happy for you Mm -hmm. that we were able to do that. And even spending some time today, like in the water, like that was amazing.
0: Yeah. I took him to the river where we used to, well, where we used to go as kids. And then where I used to go, Party as a teenager, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, over there, this, this, and this happened, and over here, this, this, and this happened, and there was some laughs, and there was some like, fuck,
1: and some realizations, <laughs> yeah,
0: no, for you, like, oh shit, like,
1: <laughs> oh, the the fucks for me, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and I was like, oh, and I was like sixteen when this happened, uh-huh. or I was fourteen when this happened. They're like, oh my god. And then it makes me realize, like, oh, shit, that's not normal. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's not. I shouldn't have been partying when I was 14 (laughs) in the river.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for real. But, you know, I'm a firm believer that all those things made you who you are today.
0: Oh, a thousand percent.
1: And, I mean, yeah, we got that trauma and we have that that conditioning we got to work through. But, you know, I don't think it's it's up to us to change it for the next generation. Right. Which I believe we're doing, and we're doing a pretty good job at it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I definitely enjoy uh, living these moments with you, and I enjoy um, you wanting and continuing to share these moments with me. And so I I like to thank you publicly Aww. for choosing me to share these moments with. Uh, because all I want for you is for you to be happy for who you are, who you've been, who you're becoming, who you're going to be. And I'm just along for the ride. So thank you.
0: Katie, hey, that was so sweet. Don't make me cry <laughs> on her. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I appreciate that you put in the effort to create that space. And so that I can be vulnerable so that I can share those things with you because I want to do that too. That's, that's what I wanted this whole time. So thank you.
1: You're welcome. So, well, that, that concludes our talk for today. (laughs) So
0: we got to go cry now. (laughs) So yeah, let us know what you guys think of the episode. Um, Hopefully that wasn't too crazy.
1: Nah, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure that people share our uh, sentiments. So yeah. Yeah, definitely let us know what you think. Um, if you're listening to Spotify, is an area there. You can tell us about the episode, what you think. Drop your comments. Uh, yeah. We'll be responding to those. Also follow us on Instagram.
0: Yeah, at LifeConAIL, can leave us comments on the little real clip about the episode or just send us a message, a DM, whatever. We get a lot of those.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: those are fun. So we appreciate it. Thank you guys for, you know, interacting with us and and letting us know your thoughts.
1: Absolutely. And thanks again for stopping by.
0: Bye.